Gracious Samhain has caused the drizzle to shower. At least come out in this intoxicating weather and see. This is Sanchi's Bhajan. Sawan Deal Ne Rimajimalai on page 254. In the sky there are colorful swings. At least set the swing of love to its peak and see. Understand the melody of the songs sung by the cuckoo. At least sing one song of love and see. You will get the happiness of heaven here itself. At least come under the shade of the hair and see. <clears throat> I'll make you drink through the cups of eyes. At least exchange your glance with me and see. I'll write my whole life in your name. At least for once get in love with me and see. I'll keep you hidden in my eyelashes. At least come into the courtyard of my heart and see. Today the nectar is showering from the skies. At least create the yearning for once and see. Coming into the intoxication of the month of Samhain, at least shoot the arrows of your glance and see. A jabe has become yours for no cost. At least for once you try me and see. Gracious Samhain has caused the drizzle to shower. At least come out in this intoxicating weather and see. A bhajan of Sanchi's on page 254. Sawande alune Rimajimalaye Tumo samrangi leche Aketa deka Sawande alune Rimajimalaye Ambarante pingane Sata Sata Rangian Ambarante pingane Sata Sata Rangian Tupiarana di pinga Chadaketa deka to Piarande Penga Chadaketa Deka Tumo Samangi Leche Aketa Deka Sawande Alune Rima Jimalai Tumo Samangi Leche Aketa Deka Koilande Gitandi Suranu samajake 
Prima Gemalai Tumo Samrangilece Aketa Deca Nama Bina Jaiba Ogaya Tera Dhamma bina ajaiba o kaya tera Tu ikavare menu ajama kita deka Tu ikavare menu ajama kita deka Tumosam rangilice aketa deka sawande alone rema jemalai tumosam rangilice. Aketa Deka Gracious Samhain has caused the drizzle to shower. At least come out in this intoxicating weather and see. And this first reading is a letter from Baba Samhain Singh. This letter is dated September 19, 1920, and I'm reading from the November 1990 Sampani magazine, where the talk was given the title, Continue On With Love. And Baba Salon Singh writes, Dear son, your two letters of June 20th to hand. I am very much pleased to learn that you have taken so much pains to help Mrs. P. Your question about the necessity of suffering in the economy of creation is one of those prime problems which cannot be satisfactorily understood as long as the soul is on this low plane. But so much can be said that spirit entities were in a comatose condition at the time of creation. The object of the Creator was that they too should attain full consciousness and join the region of pure bliss. Therefore, in order to develop their consciousness and to create in them a longing to reach the region of pure spirit, it was necessary to subject them to a course of suffering without which they could not have cared to make their condition better. The soul that is satisfied in this world does not feel the necessity of joining its creator. The truth of this explanation becomes established as the soul travels upwards. Your complaint that you have toiled on for eight long years and have not seen so much as a candle is not quite unreasonable. I do not wish you to take anything on blind faith. 
Of all the creeds of this world, it is the Radhaswami faith only that does not demand blind faith. It calls upon its devotees to ascend and see. But so long as the dirt of karma is not washed away, a dirt which has accumulated in many births, it cannot ascend. No definite time limit can be laid down which will apply to every soul. The revelation time depends on the lightness or heaviness of the past karma. There are certain souls who do not get it even after 20 years, well, while there are others whom it is granted to see the form of the Master the very first day. Rest assured that the revelation will come one day. Please do not let the exercises become mechanical, but keep up your zeal and interest. During repetition, please focus your attention in the eyes without putting any strain upon them. Rather, fix your attention a little to the left of the left corner of the right eye. That is, not quite midway between the two eyes, but a little inclining toward the right eye. <clears throat> Even if no light is visible, still continue to fix your attention on the darkness. That is, continue to see the darkness. After practice for some time, light will become visible. Then please concentrate your attention on that light. As the soul will make its seat in the eye focus, the mind will give up its activity. That is, no thoughts will arise. You will feel the soul current vacating the six lower centers and accumulating in the eyes. When the current is fully concentrated in the eyes, the sound will of itself go inward behind the eyes and a star will become visible. Then gradually the sun, then the moon, and then the radiant form of the master in the third eye will be seen. Then the attractive sound appearing to come from above will begin to attract the soul upward in sweet enjoyment. The form of the master, when it first becomes visible, does not stay long. It comes and goes. But as one advances in practice with love, it becomes stable. Then the devotee feels that there is no more lovable object in the whole world. The master then answers all sorts of inquiries put to him in the interior. When the soul acquires full strength of this stage, then the master takes it upward, and the soul gradually commences its upward journey. The repetition of the names is incomplete until the mind has ceased to generate thought and the body is senseless. Please continue on with love and patience. The master will overlook deficiency of effort, but not deficiency of faith. Even if one were to renounce the path, the master will not renounce him. After a time, 
or even in next birth he will have to start again wherever he left off. But I should like you both to finish your spiritual journey in this life and you should not think of coming into this world again. No one is able, except the Master, to complete his whole journey in this life. Part of the journey is accomplished in this world, while the remaining part is accomplished on the higher stages. Yours affectionately, Sawan Singh. And the second reading is a letter from Master Kirpal Singh. This was also, I'm also reading from the November 1990 Sampani magazine. And Master writes, When truth grows strong, the negative power also intervenes so as to undo the work done for the upliftment of the souls. We are all laborers in the vineyard of the Lord, working through the Master. If we work with that spirit, there will be love around us. But unfortunately, the negative power begins to find a place in the workers in the form of ego, and then each one considers himself or herself as the sole master and dictator in the petty duties allotted to them. This results in a clash of interest among them, and they go to form groups, setting one against the other, criticizing each other vehemently, little knowing that by doing so they are going astray and off the way. Those who listen to these bickerings are also badly affected, and doubts creep in everywhere and spoil even the meditations of the initiates. The wise way is to refrain from listening and to remain aloof from such a society and continue to be connected within and devoted to the spiritual practices. Even if by chance you hear anything, you should not take it as gospel truth. If still any doubts lurk in your mind, the same may please be referred to the Master for clarification. It is with the Master that you are directly connected and not to the representatives and not to the representative who is immediately near you so as to be helpful to you in elementary matters. Remember that all on the way are not as yet perfect. We are all on the way to perfection. Each man has some good quality, though not perfect and has to be put in charge to carry on the work entrusted to him with clear instructions at the time and again later to be of help to others and also to set a good example. If any imperfections in him come to your notice, it is not because the master or his teachings are imperfect, not that the master advocates or encourages what he does, but simply because he is yet imperfect. To the Master, all initiates are very dear. Any such treatment grieves him the most. The Master works from the level of a man and issues instructions so as to bring all to the right path. Judas betrayed Jude Jesus. 
If perchance you come across such undesirable things, it is wise to shun them, yet at the same time to remain in contact with the Master for right guidance. If one does not do this, the doubts go on rankling in the heart and multiply from day to day by listening to the criticism of those who themselves are not yet perfect. And gradually, this shatters the loving faith and devotion to the Master. The kingly father always loves his children, who remain in touch with him. But he is all the more anxious about his children who are silent. Do not be led away by hearing any criticism from others. And this is a question and answer session that took place in January of 1990 in Rajasthan, India with Sanchi. And it's a long reply to one question. And the questioner asks, is it a mistake of proudness to think that one can lessen the master's burdens and sufferings by not making it more heavy by our small complaints that we know that we well know we can bear? And Sanchi replies, it is a very good question. All of you should try to listen to the answer lovingly, and you should try to understand it. Many dear ones told me in their interview that they got the answers to their questions during the last question and answer session. And this question is also very deep and we need to go into deep detail to answer it. So you should listen to the answer attentively. You know, in this kingdom of the negative power, where we have come to live, there is no forgiveness. There is only revenge. Whatever one does, he has to suffer for that. Those who are the crippled ones or the handicapped ones or those who are blind from birth, and those who write from their birth, have so many diseases, so many sufferings. Those souls have such karmas that they come into this world only to suffer the consequences of those karmas. And that is why they get these kind of bodies. Along with them also, there are many souls who have done good karmas in their past lifetimes. And because of those good karmas, God Almighty writes the perfect nam and the meeting with the perfect master in their destiny. When I went to Colombia, I met many people who could not walk by themselves, who could not eat by themselves, and such people came to see me, especially when I went to Dr. Duque's place. Many people were brought there who were not able to move by themselves. The people who used to take care of them or their children brought them to see me. And even though their children or whoever brought them there were not initiates, since it was written in their fate to have the darshan of the perfect master, that is why they were brought there. The great souls, the saints and Mahatmas, who do the meditation of Shabad Nam, who become one with Shabad Nam, who become one with God Almighty, 
There is no difference between God and such masters. Nanak Saab says, What is the relationship between such masters and God Almighty? He says, Just as the bubbles are formed from the air, as the air fills the drop, drops of water, and once again the bubble dissolves into the water, such is the relationship of the master with God Almighty. Further, he says, the devotee of God is exactly like God himself. Do not understand any difference, and do not misunderstand him as a human being. Master Kripal Singhji used to say that in the prison there are the prisoners. They are human beings. And the superintendent also lives in the prison. He is also a human being. But the duties and responsibilities of both the prisoners and the superintendents are different. The prisoners are there because they have been put there. They are suffering their punishment, whereas the superintendent is there to look after them. The case of the doctor and the patient is similar. The patient is living in pain. He is suffering a great deal, and he goes to the hospital to see the doctor. The doctor is a human being. The patient is also a human being. But the doctor does not have any pain. It is the patient who has pain and who goes to the doctor. Look at the difference between an illiterate and a learned person. The, Ill the illiterate person has no awakening of his own self. He does not have any knowledge, whereas the learned person has knowledge and he is living his life very comfortably and very happily. But outwardly they look alike because they are both human beings. Suppose there is a judge. When he is visiting the marketplace, or when he is just living his normal life, we cannot understand his competency. We cannot know what power he has. But when he is on duty, when he is sitting in court, only then do we learn what power he has. In the same way, the saints and Mahatmas come to this world in the form of the human beings. Because if they had come in the form of the cows or the other animals, we would not have been able to understand their language. If they had come in the form of the angels and gods and goddesses, we would not have been able to see them. Since we are in the human form, that is why God Almighty also comes in the human form. Within us, the jivas, the waves of lust, anger, and the other passions are rising, and we are neither peaceful nor restful. We are at unrest within. Whereas that beloved of God, that saint or Mahatma is very peaceful. He is very restful within because he is connected with God Almighty. The reality is that such great souls who come into this world are the only ones who lessen the burden of the masters. They are the only ones who continue the mission of the masters after they leave. As I say, one gets the darshan of the perfect master only if he is a very fortunate one. For a disciple to meet a perfect master is a matter of both great fate and good fortune at the same place.
In the same way, I also say that a master only gets a perfect disciple if he is the most fortunate one. Many masters get a perfect disciple in their lifetime, and many masters do not get such an opportunity. They are still making their disciples perfect. <clears throat> Read the life of such a Mahatma from his early childhood, and you will see how from his childhood his life was such that he would always keep his eyes closed and wait for God. Even though he would not have met the Master in his early days, in his early childhood, because he was not destined to meet the Master at that early age, still he was in the making right from his childhood. And how does such a Mahatma maintain his body? He does not waste his body in the sensual pleasures of this world, because he knows that within that body God Almighty is going to reside one day. The thought or the attention of such a great soul is always searching for God Almighty right from childhood, and he spends all his time in searching for God. Read the history of Guru Nanak and the others of the ten Sikh Gurus. See how hard they worked and for how long a time they went on searching. Even after meeting the Master, they worked very hard. <clears throat> Guru Nanak Sahib was born in a very good family, but for eleven years he made the stones and pebbles as his bedding. Was he not getting good bedding? He was getting good bedding, but still he chose to sleep on the stones and pebbles. <coughs> we get to know in the history of Baba Sawan Singh that he was also born in a very good family. He also learned a very great deal, and he had a very good job. He did his worldly job, and still from his within he went on searching. He searched for 22 years of his life, and whenever he would get the opportunity, he would go in the company of the sadhus and mahatmas. After he met with Baba Jamal Singh, he did not do this, meaning he did not go on searching. Then he got the initiation, and he just sat. He worked very hard in his meditations. For many days, he would not come out of his room. He would stay in constant meditation. He would not even eat enough. He worked very hard and he meditated a lot. If such a Mahatma is asked, Mahatma, have you done the meditation? Such a Mahatma will say, No, I have not done any meditation. It is all the grace of my Master. So Master Salam Singh would also say the same thing. This is all due to the grace of Baba Jamal Singh. Once when he was saying things like this, his driver, Berta Singh, who also used to cook food for him, said, Master, what about those sleepless nights you have had, and the many times you would not even come out of your room to eat the food? Was that not meditation? Was that not working hard? So many times Master Salon Singh would not come out of his room. He would continue in meditation, and he did not even care for the food. When the sleep would bother him, he would stand up, and using a baragon to rest his arms, he would stand up and meditate like that. 
In the same way, Master Kripal Singhji, who used to possess supernatural powers right from his childhood, but who never used them, he was always searching for God. Once in his childhood, when his uncle became sick and was in the hospital, Master Kripal would go to see him. He would take the same amount of things for a patient right next to his uncle as he would take for his uncle. So when his uncle saw that, he asked him, Paul, I am your uncle and I have some claim on you, and it is good that you bring all these things for me. But what claim does that person have on you? Why are you bringing the same amount of things for him also? And Master Kerval said, Uncle, no doubt you are my uncle, but he also has the same claim on me as you do. So such great thoughts were in Master Kerpal in his childhood, and he always went on searching for God and the perfect masters. He used to say that although he was working in the army as the deputy accountant officer, this was a very big post at that time. Still, he would go in the nighttime to the train station of Lahore and help the old people who could not carry their luggage and their bedding. Serving the people, he continued his search. He used to say, since I was very fond of going to the banks of rivers, once I thought, let me go and visit the bank of the Bayas River. So I went to the Bayas station, and over there I asked the station master, which is the way to the river? And the station master said, do you want to go to the Dara? Master Kripal did not know that there was a Dara of a master near there, so he thought, well, it is very good. It is like killing two birds with one stone. I will go to see the Dara and meet the master there, and I will also visit the river. So he went to the Dara, where he saw Master Sawansing, whom he had been seeing in his meditation for seven years before he met him physically. So when he went there and saw that the Master was the same one who was giving him darshan within, he said, Master, why did you take so long for me to come to you physically? Master Sawansing replied, Dear one, this was the only appropriate time. So the meaning of saying this is how right from childhood he was searching for a master. He was searching for God Almighty and what kind of thoughts he had right from the beginning. Even such great souls who are capable of lessening the burden of the master, even they cannot think of lessening the burden of the master because only he who is perfect can carry the burden of the master. When Guru Angad Dev was given the responsibility of becoming the master, he said, Master, this burden is very heavy. I cannot carry it. Such great souls cannot refuse the will or the order of the master. But when the master gives them the order to do the work, at that time they request the master. Master, please sit here so that we may always enjoy your protection. Regarding myself, you would have heard how my mother was so much attached to me and she would always give me very good bedding and many things and she had a very good bed for me to sleep on. But I had found a gunny sack from somewhere and in the nighttime I would sit on that. Sometimes she would come into my room and find me sitting on that gunny sack. 
she would get upset at me and say, you are still very young to do the devotion. This is the work of the old people. Why are you meditating like this? And regarding sleep, dear ones, I have often said that I, did, I have not inherited the sleep of the morning time because I have never slept in the morning. I did not suffer hunger and thirst and I did not do the meditation hoping to do this work. If I had known that by doing the meditation you have to carry such a burden, it is possible that I would never have done this. I thought that by doing the meditation of God, once you get the Almighty Lord, after that you always remain attached to His feet and all your problems are over. But such souls do not meditate hoping to be the masters or hoping to carry this burden because it is a very heavy burden to carry. Such souls are made to carry this burden. They are given this responsibility. I have often told you how once when we were leaving Gunganagar, Master Kripal wanted me to sit in his car. And I didn't want to go with him because the night before he had spent all of his time meeting with people and he was very tired and I wanted him to rest. So I told him no, I would go in my jeep, but he insisted. He embraced me and he said, come along with me. So he took me in his car and then he started talking about the end time of his master and how he was made to carry on the work of his master. When he was telling me about all that time, at that time my heart and my body were trembling. He was telling me that there were many reasons, because I could not refuse the order of Master Salam Singh. But I did make this request, a prayer to him. Master, you please sit here. You live in this world because you look very beautiful sitting on that throne. So when Master was telling me all this, I told him, Maharajji, what kind of things are you talking about now? Why are you saying all these things to me? And he said, yes, these very things will help you in the future. Dear ones, often I have said that for the satsangis, the masters are the abode of grace because they are the ones who have graciously given us the initiation. We are the ones who are drunkards and who are involved in all kinds of the bad karmas, but they give us the initiation. They sit within us and they liberate us even though we have all the bad karmas because they have to maintain their reputation as the forgiver and the gracious one. <clears throat> you know that first of all our mind, who is an agent of the negative power, creates many obstacles in our way and he always claims for honor and the fame of this world. And on our way to go to the masters, how many obstacles he creates. Every day in the churches, in the mosques, and other holy places, we hear the praises of the Nam, and we know that there is no liberation without doing the meditation of Nam. But still, when it comes to taking the Nam initiation, this mind creates many obstacles in us. Whenever any dear one does any bad karma, at that time, because negative power is also sitting on the left-hand side and master is sitting on your right-hand side, the negative power always said, 
Look at this disciple of yours. You have given him the nom. Was he worthy of the nom that even after taking the nom initiation, he is doing so many bad deeds? If parents who are looking after their child very well are told by other people that they are not doing their job correctly, and if someone blames their child for something he has done, you know how bad the parents feel. Sometimes they go on arguing and fighting with them. You see that we people do the karmas, and it is our master who is blamed for our karmas. But master is very patient, very humble, and very gracious to us. Still, he says, well, he will be all right. I will explain to him and he will stop doing these bad deeds. I'll take care of him. He says things like that. Sometimes dear ones say that they are not sure which thought is coming from the master and which thought is coming from the negative power. Such dear ones should know that all the thoughts which lead you toward doing negative things, bad things, and all the thoughts which take you to the bad deeds, they are all created by the negative power because he wants you to do the bad things. But if you get the good thoughts, thoughts which inspire you to do the devotion, and thoughts that take you to the master, those are the thoughts created by the master. Whenever you get such grace of the master, whenever you get good thoughts about the master, at once you should try to sit in meditation. Because you know that your soul is always inclined toward the master, and at such times, when you have good thoughts, your soul becomes more inclined toward the master. <clears throat> For satsangis to do even this much is enough. This would be like helping the master and lessening the burden. If they do not bother the master with the worldly problems which they have, even that would be enough. Guru Nanak Sab says, when the master gives you initiation, he forgives all your past karmas and he puts you on the true path. So when you get the initiation, Master takes the account of your karmas from the negative power and then he becomes responsible for it. And for the future, he puts you on the right path. And he tells you that you should not do the bad karmas. Whatever karmas are done in the, whatever karmas are done in the domain of the negative power must be paid off. Somebody has to pay them, either the disciple or the master. And as I have often said, the negative power does not spare even one karma. It is also up to the negative power to choose the way of paying off the karmas. If he wants, he can take the eye of the master. If he wants, he can ask for the leg or any part of the body of the master. If he wants, he can make the master have diarrhea or any other sickness. It is completely up to the negative power to decide how he wants the karmas to be paid off by the master. <clears throat> the diary form, which was made by Master Karpal, is the only remedy for this disease. We have to mold our life according to the teachings, according to the principles laid down in the diary. Once we get the initiation, we should not do any bad karmas. We should always think about the consequences of the action before doing it.
and we should mold our life according to the diary. <clears throat> Saints are free from all kinds of karmas and diseases, but still you know when they come into the human body how much they have to suffer. It is only the saint who suffers on account of other people's karmas. He is the only one who burns himself in other people's fire. Otherwise, who on earth would want to burn in other people's fire? Who wants to carry another person's karma? When Master Solon Singh had carried some dear one's karma and he had become unconscious, he could not even move. Then the same person whose karma Master Solon Singh had carried was standing right there. He had the bad thoughts, bad feelings for Master Solon Singh, and he said, Master, is this your own karma which you are suffering? Master Solon Singh just smiled and said, No, dear one, it is not my karma. It is the karma of one of my dear ones. A similar kind of incident is found in Baba Jamal Singh's life also. Baba Jamal Singh had an initiate whose name was Moti Ram. He was a tailor by profession. Because the Sangha was very small in those days, he went to Baba Jamal Singh and invited him to come and be with him for one month to do the satsang. And Baba Jamal Singh agreed. So he went there, and while they were doing the satsang, one very prominent, <clears throat> influential man, Hukam Singh, started coming to the satsang. <clears throat> Moti Ram wanted Hukam Singh to get the initiation. So he requested Baba Jamal Singh to give him the initiation because he thought that if Hukam Singh got the initiation, it would be very good for the satsang. He thought that other people would be attracted to the satsang. <coughs> we satsangis always have the desire that new people who come to the satsang should also get the same benefit that we got and that many people should come to the satsang. So that is why we always request the Master to give his grace and give the initiation to the people who come there. <clears throat> so Moti Ram also requested Baba Jamal Singh to initiate Hukam Singh. But Baba Jamal Singh said, well, <clears throat> you can make me give the initiation to 200 other people, but don't force me to give initiation to Hukam Singh. Moti Ram did not understand, and he said, No, Master, you have to give him initiation. When he insisted very much, then Baba Jamal Singh agreed. I'll give him the initiation on one condition, that I will leave this place right after giving the initiation. <clears throat> Even then, Moti Ram did not understand. He said, Master, it is all right if you go back. I will come to the Dara to hear the satsang, but kindly give initiation to Hukam Singh. So Baba Jamal Singh said, All right, you get the tanga and put my bedding on that tanga and get it ready. I will leave right after giving the initiation. Even then, Moti Ram did not understand why Baba Jamal Singh was not willing to give initiation to Hukam Singh. Because he was insisting, Baba Jamal Singh gave the initiation to Hukam Singh, and right after the initiation, he left in that tanga. <coughs> And on the way home, on the way home in the train, he met Baba Solon Singh in Ludhiana. Baba Solon Singh used to say, on the weekends or whenever we had holidays, we would always go to the Dara. And Baba Jamal Singh would get upset with us, saying, 
you people do not look after your household work and you always run to the Dara. You should not come here until I call you or until you do your household duties. So he would always get upset, but still we were so fond of his darshan that we would take every opportunity to go to see him. So when I met Baba Jamal Singh in Ludhiana, I asked him, Master, can I come to the Dara this weekend? Baba Jamal Singh was suffering with a very high fever at that time, and he said, no, you should not come to the Dara this weekend. You should also not come next week. You can come two weeks later. And afterwards he went to the Dara, and for 15 days he was suffering with a very high fever. His whole body became very pale. He did not even take any medicine, and he suffered a great deal at that time. Later on, a doctor was called from Amritsar, and afterwards he told Bibi Ruko about the karmas of Hukam Singh, which he had carried. He said, Hukam Singh was supposed to be burnt in a fire, and he had very heavy karmas to pay. That is why I did not want to give him initiation. But because Moti Ram insisted, I had to give him the initiation. And as a result, I had to carry all his karmas, and that is why I became sick. Two weeks later, Baba Sawan Singh went there and learned that Baba Jamal Singh had been very sick. Seeing his pale face and very weak body, he requested, Master, why didn't you let me come to you when you were sick? I would have served you. I would have taken care of you. You should have allowed me to come here. But Baba Jamal Singh replied, No, dear one. It was good that you did not come. Otherwise, you would have had bad thoughts, thinking, the masters also have to suffer this much. It was good that you did not come. Otherwise, you would have also lost your faith in the master. So, dear ones, the meaning of saying this is that to give the non-initiation is not a very small thing. It is taking on the karmas of the disciples whom you initiate. For the disciples who have got the non-initiation, for them, only this once is enough. <clears throat> if we do not do any bad karmas, and whatever problems we have, we try to sort them out ourselves. If we always do the things according to the instructions of the masters, if we do the meditation of the Shabbat Nam as the masters have told us, if we are doing all this, that would be more than enough to help the master. <clears throat> master Sawan Singh used to say that at that time when he saw Baba Jamal Singh sick, he asked him, Can you tell me whose karma you have taken on yourself? <clears throat> Baba Jamal Singh said, No, you will not be able to digest it. But Baba Jamal Singh made Baba Sawan Singh promise that he would not reveal the name of that person to anyone in the Sanghat as long as Baba Jamal Singh was in the body. <clears throat> and that is why Master Sawan Singh did not re re reveal the name of that person. He used to say, Today, because Baba Jamal Singh is not physically among us, that is why I am telling you that he took over the karma of that person. Even though the Master the masters carry the karmas of the people. Still, they do not let them know that they are carrying their karmas. They always remain very quiet, and very humbly and very graciously they take on the karmas. <clears throat> Books are filled up with stories of how masters in the physical form have helped their disciples. 
and there is a lot more which I could say. But since our time is over, I think that whatever I have said, we should try to understand it. <coughs> and the tape we're hearing is a satang <coughs> uh, that was given in January of 1990. February of 1990. Uh, this is a <clears throat> satang that is a part of the, Santi is commenting on the Sarangavar, another hymn from the Sikh scriptures. ਉਹ ਬਗਲੇ ਨੂੰ ਮੇਵਿਆਂ ਦੀ ਇਹਨੀ ਸਾਰ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਜਿੰਨੀ ਕਿ ਦਿਲ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਇੱਛਾ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਮੱਛੀ ਪਕੜਨ ਦੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਬਾਗ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਹੰਸ ਆ ਗਏ ਕਿਸੇ ਪਾਸੇ ਉਡਾਰੀ ਲਾ ਕੇ ਔਰ ਨਾਰੀਅਲ ਉਸ ਬਾਗ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਬੜੇ ਮਸ਼ਹੂਰ ਸਨ ਰੋਜ਼ ਨਾਰੀਅਲਾਂ ਦਾ ਦੁੱਧ ਪਾਣੀ ਪੀਆ ਕਰਨਾ ਬਗਲੇ ਦਾ ਦਿਲ ਲਚਾਇਆ ਉਹ ਦੁੱਧ ਨੂੰ ਦੇਖ ਕੇ ਬਗਲੀ ਨੂੰ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਕਿ ਦੇਖ ਆਪਣਾ ਬਾਗ ਹੈ ਆਪਾਂ ਇੱਥੇ ਰੋਜ਼ ਰਹਿੰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਕੀ ਪਰਦੇਸੀ ਆਪਣੇ ਜੈਸੇ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਰੋਜ਼ ਆ ਕੇ ਦੁੱਧ ਪੀਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਆਪਾਂ ਰੋਜ਼ ਹੀ ਕੰਡਿਆਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਮੱਛੀਆਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਖਰਾਬ ਕਰ ਰੱਖਿਆ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੀ ਕਿ ਬੇਸ਼ੱਕ ਆਪਣੇ ਜੈਸੇ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਰੰਗ ਰੂਪ ਲੇਕਨ ਇਹ ਅਨਸਵਾਇਦੇ ਹੈ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਦੀ ਇਹ ਤਸ਼ੀਰ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਦੁੱਧ ਔਰ ਪਾਣੀ ਨੂੰ ਅਲੱਗ-ਅਲੱਗ ਕਰ ਲੈਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਆਪਣੀਆਂ ਚੁੰਝਾਂ ਜੋ ਹਨ ਉਹ ਇਕੱਠੀਆਂ ਹਨ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਦੀ ਪੱਕੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਤੇ ਦੁੱਧ ਕੱਢ ਸਕਦੇ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਕਹਿ ਲਗਿਆ ਇਹ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਹੋ ਸਕਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹਨੇ ਪਤਨੀ ਦਾ ਕਿਹਾ ਨਾ ਮੰਨਿਆ ਰੋਜ਼ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦਰਖਤਾਂ ਦੇ ਨਾਰੀਆਂ ਥੱਲੇ ਜਾ ਕਰੇ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਤੋਂ ਬਚਦਾ ਦੁੱਧ ਸੀ ਥੱਲੇ ਚੋ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਕੁਝ ਪੀ ਲੈਂਦੇ ਸੀ ਹਨਸ ਉਹ ਬਗਲਾ ਚਟਣ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਰੋਜ਼ ਬੜਾ ਸਵਾਦ ਆਇਆ ਜਦੋਂ ਫਲ ਮੁੱਕ ਗਏ ਥੋੜੇ ਬਹੁਤੇ ਰਹਿ ਗਏ ਉਸ ਵਕਤ ਹਮ ਕਿਸੇ ਹੋਰ ਬਾਗ ਵਿੱਚ ਚਲੇ ਗਏ ਔਰ ਫਲਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਦੇਖ ਕੇ ਫਿਰ ਮਨ ਲਚਾਇਆ ਬਗਲੇ ਦਾ ਬਗਲੀ ਨੂੰ ਕਹਿਲ ਕਹਿ ਕੇ ਦੇਖ ਆਪਾਂ ਵੀ ਇਹ ਫਲ ਤੋੜ ਲਈਏ ਉੱਪਰ ਚੜ ਕੇ ਉਹ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੀ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਤਾਂ ਆਪਾਂ ਐਡੇ ਉੱਚੇ ਚੜਨਾ ਆਪਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਮੁਸ਼ਕਲ ਹੈ ਅਗਰ ਚੜ ਗਏ ਤਾਂ ਆਪਣੀ ਕੱਚੀ ਚੁੰਝ ਹੈ ਟੁੱਟ ਜਾਏਗੀ ਆਪਾਂ ਤੋੜ ਨਹੀਂ ਸਕਦੇ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਬਗਲੇ ਨੇ ਨਾ ਮੰਨਿਆ ਉਸ ਨੇ ਜਦ ਉਹਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਚੁੰਝ ਮਾਰੀ ਉਹ ਬੜਾ ਕਰੜਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਚੀੜਾ ਵੀ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਚੁੰਝ ਵਿੱਚ ਟੁੱਟ ਗਈ ਪਸਤਾਇਆ ਨਾ ਉਹਦਾ ਰਸ ਲੈ ਸਕਿਆ ਨਾ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਪ੍ਰਾਪਤ ਕਰ ਸਕਿਆ ਤੋ ਪੁਰਾਣ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ 
ਖਾਨਸਾ ਦੇਖ ਤਰੰਦਿਆ ਬੱਗਾ ਆਇਆ ਚਾਓ ਡੁੱਬ ਮੂਏ ਪਰ ਬਪੜੇ ਸਿਰ ਤਲ ਉੱਪਰ ਪਾਓ ਆਪ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਹੰਸਾ ਨੂੰ ਪਰਦਿਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਦੇਖ ਕੇ ਮਾਨਸਰੋਵਰ ਵਿੱਚ ਮੋਤੀ ਪਾਲਦਿਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਦੇਖ ਕੇ ਮਗਲੇ ਨੂੰ ਵੀ ਚਾਹ ਆ ਗਿਆ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਮੱਛੀਆਂ ਕਿਉਂ ਖਾਵਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਵੀ ਅੱਗੇ ਡੂੰਗੇ ਗਹਿਰੇ ਪਾਣੀ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਾਵਾਂ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਉਹ ਡੁੱਬ ਗਿਆ ਤਾਰੀ ਲਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਸਕਦਾ ਸੀ ਉਹਦਾ ਸਿਰ ਥੱਲੇ ਹੋ ਗਿਆ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਉਹਦੇ ਪੈਰ ਉੱਪਰ ਹੋ ਗਏ ਸੋ ਇਹ ਹਾਲਤ ਪਿਆਰਿਓ ਜੋ ਮਾਲਕ ਦੇ ਪਿਆਰੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਦੇਖਣ ਜੋ ਵੀ ਬੰਦੇ ਹੀ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਅੰਦਰੋਂ ਸਾਡੇ ਨੋ ਅਲੱਗ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਨਾਲ ਜੁੜੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਅਸੀਂ ਉਹ ਬਗਲੇ ਦੀ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਅਜੇ ਵਿਸ਼ੇਪਕਾਰਾਂ ਦੇ ਮੱਛੀਆਂ ਦੀ ਪਾਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੁੰਨੇ ਆ ਸੋ ਦੀਅਰ ਵਨਸ ਥੋਸ ਵਾਂਟ ਟੂ ਬਿਕਮ ਦ ਸਾਧੂ ਦੇ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਕੇਅਰ ਫॉर ਐਨੀ ਟਾਈਮ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਨੇਵਰ ਟੈਲ ਪੀਪਲ ਦੈਟ ਦੇ ਆਰ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਟੂ ਬਿਕਮ ਦ ਸਾਧੂ ਵੈਨੇਵਰ ਦੇ ਗੈਟ ਦੀ ਅਪਰਚੁਨਿਟੀ ਐਵਰੀ ਸਿੰਗਲ ਮਿੰਟ ਆਫ देयर ਦੇ ਡਿਵੋਟ ਇਨ ਦ ਡਿਵੋਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਲਾਰਡ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਕੇਅਰ ਫॉर ਐਨੀ ਪਰਟਿਕੂਲਰ ਟਾਈਮ ਦੇ ਆਲਵੇਸ ਰਿਮੇਨ ਇਨ ਦ ਡਿਵੋਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਲਾਰਡ ਸੋ when that king was about to leave all the queens and go in the search for the perfect master his uh, eldest wife or the yeah the eldest wife came the queen came to him and he and she said that you should listen to me it is not good that you are leaving us you should listen to me you should not leave you should just remain here but since the king had already made up his mind and he was going to leave looking at his determination she said that you should listen to me you should obey me because those husbands who do not obey their wives they always repent in the end and your condition will become like the condition of the crane the story of the crane goes like this that once there was a crane who used to live along with uh, his wife in one garden where there were many coconut trees you know that the crane is always craving for the fish and the other small creatures and he didn't he does not have any appreciation for the good food and good things once some swans came to that garden and uh, because they are always looking for the good food and uh, they have this uh, speciality that they can easily separate the water from the milk if there is any water and milk mixed together they will only drink the milk and leave the water there and because there were many coconut trees there and coconuts have milk in them so the swans would come there every day and they would break the coconuts and they would drink the milk when the crane saw them doing that he thought that i am also like one of them because crane and swans they look alike so he said well why not i also do the same thing so he asked his wife that you see that we are living here in this garden for such a long time and we are always looking for these dirty things all these creatures this fish and things like that and look at those creatures they are also like us and they come and they enjoy the milk and it is so good and we should also do that the wife of the crane was very wise she was very clever and she said that no even though we look alike but still they are much different than us their beak is much stronger than our beak and they can easily break the coconut and they can drink that milk but we do not have that strong beak first of all we cannot break the coconut and even if we can do that we cannot separate the milk from the water we cannot enjoy it so it is better if we continue doing what we are doing and we not pay any attention to them but the crane did not want to listen to him listen to her after some time when all the coconuts were finished in their garden 
Well, before that, because the uh, crane did not dare to go and break the coconut himself, so he would go under the coconut trees, and uh, if uh, any uh, coconut was left with some of the milk, he would go and drink that, and he would find it very tasty, very delicious. So that inspired him again, and that inspired him more to go for that uh, coconut and to drink that milk. But when his wife said that we should not do that, he still insisted and he still wanted to have that. So after all the coconuts were taken away by the uh, swans, they left their garden and they went to some other garden. And when some more coconuts came, he said to his wife that now they are not here and we should try to try to break the uh, get the coconuts and drink the milk. She again said that no, we should not do this because we are not capable of doing that and uh, our beaks are not strong. They had strong beaks and they were capable of doing that and we should not even dare to do this. But he said that no, I will do it. So he went, even though his wife had said that first of all we cannot climb these tall trees, we cannot fly that high. But still somehow he got on the top and he tried to break a coconut but because his beak was not very strong his beak got stuck into one of the coconuts neither he could open his beak nor he nor he could take it out so neither he drank the milk nor he could leave it so he he even became deprived of uh, the earlier taste which he had he even he could not even uh, eat the fish and the other creatures which he was uh, eating before so the meaning of this is that we people, we the worldly people, we see the saints and Mahatmas and we think that they are like us. But there is a vast difference between the masters and we the worldly people. And uh, they are always uh, eating the good things. They are always eating the pearls of the Naam. But we the worldly people are always craving for the worldly pleasures, for the sensual pleasures which are like the fish and the dirty creatures. And uh, Still we say that the masters are like us because we see them like us, but there is much difference between them and us. Guru Nanak Sahib also says that when the crane saw the swans floating on the water, he also thought of going into the water and swimming on the water. <coughs> when he tried to do that, he could not do it and he drowned himself in the water. His head was turned upside down and his feet were up in the air. Nanak says that those who try to copy others without having those qualities in them, their condition becomes like that. So, there is a अंदर जाके प्रभु ਦਾ ਮਿਲਣਾ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਦਾ ਰਸ ਪ੍ਰਾਪਤ ਕਰਨਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਜੋ ਮਨਮੁਖ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਵਿਸ਼ੇ ਵਿਕਾਰਾਂ ਦੀ ਤਲਾਸ਼ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਇਨ ਸੰਤ ਮਤ ਦ ਕ੍ਰੇਨ ਇਜ਼ ਰੈਫਰਡ ਔਰ ਮੈਂਸ਼ਨਡ ਐਜ਼ ਦ ਮਨਮੁਖ ਐਂਡ ਦ ਗੁਰਮੁਖ ਇਜ਼ ਮੈਂਸ਼ਨਡ ਔਰ ਇਜ਼ ਰੈਫਰਡ ਐਜ਼ ਦ ਸਵਾਨਸ ਦ ਵਰਕ ਆਫ ਦ ਗੁਰਮੁਖ ਇਜ਼ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਵਿਦਨ ਐਂਡ ਟੂ ਮੀਟ ਵਿਦ ਬਿਲਵਰਡ ਲਾਰਡ ਟੂ ਬਿਕਮ ਵਨ ਵਿਦ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਲਾਰਡ ਐਂਡ ਗੈਟ ਦ ਨੈਕਟਰ ਦੋਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਪੈਦਾ ਕਰਨ ਵਾਲਾ ਉਹ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਹੈ ਦੋਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੀ ਉਹ ਕੰਮ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਹਰ ਕਿਤਨਾ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਗੁਰਮੁਖ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਹਾਜ਼ਰ ਕਰ ਲੈਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਪ੍ਰਤੱਖ ਕਰ ਲੈਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਮਨਮੁਖ ਸਮਝਦੇ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਿ ਸਾਡੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਵੀ ਹੈ He is the same God Almighty who has created both the Gurmukhs and the Manmukhs and uh, God Almighty is 
present within both of them. The only difference is that the Guru Muks manifest God Almighty in them, whereas the Manmuks don't even realize, they don't even understand that the that Almighty Lord is present within them. आप कहेंगे गुरुमुख जो होता है वो गुरु दी जो मुंह जो वचन निकलता है उन्हें सत करके मनता है सच्चा मनता है मनमुख अंदरो अगमो तकरार करता है इसे इधर गुरुमुख इस वन who understands every single word spoken by the master as the true as the truth whereas the मनमुख always argues argues with the master हुक्म पछाड़े खसम का सच पावे गुरमुख आप पछाड़िए गोरा नदी से कोए नानक गुरमुख नाम ते आये सहला आया सोए आप प्यार ना केंद्र है गुरमुख और मनमुख में पैदा करने वाला वो परमात्मा है दोनों मुस्तफा दुनिया है दोनों भी संभाल भी करता है लेकिन जो गुरमुख है Lovingly, he says that God has created both the Gurumukh and the Manmukh, and he supports and he nourishes both the Gurumukh and the Manmukh, and he looks after both of them. The only difference is that the Gurumukh always do the devotion of God Almighty, and they please Him and they manifest Him within themselves. गुरु दे प्रभु दे हुक्मनु मंदा है और वो आपके उन आदि हुक्म दी पालना करता है वो आपके जीवन में सुख बना लेता है पूरी नजर अंदर कोई दुरानी का सब भी अंदरों परमात्मा है आत्मा दस्ते है उन्हें जो दुनिया भी चौना सहेला है सफल है Lovingly, he says that Guru Mukh is the one who obeys the commandment of his master, and who, after obeying, who obeys the commandment of the master, and he who makes his birth successful, he makes his life worthwhile, and he who sees everyone alike. Only he is the Guru Mukh. Also, he says that Guru Mukh. Are the one those who, after coming into this world, make their make their birth successful, and when they return from this world, they go back with all the success. जिन्ना जिकरसी अखांतु बाहर हैं, उन्ना जिकर किसी ने बुरा करने हैं, किसी ने फला करने हैं, कभी किसी ना प्यार कर दें हैं, कभी किसी ना नफरत कर दें हैं, संतानु करने हैं, तुझे अंदर जाके देखो, किसी ने बुराई नहीं कहूँगे, सब जगह उस प्रभुवी as long as we are outside, we always go on telling that this person is good or this that person is bad. We always find the good and bad things, and we always point out point out the good and bad things. Saints and masters tell us that when we go within, after going in the within, we will not see anyone as a bad one because we will see the power of the same God working within everyone. Malla chota. सब नादाता आप है आपे में 
ਨਾਨਕ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਮਿਲੇ ਨਾ ਵਿਛੜੇ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਸੇਵਿਆਰ ਦਾਤਾਰ ਆ ਪਿਆਰ ਨਾ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਸਬਦਾਉ ਦਾਤਾ ਸਬਦਾ ਰਖਵਾਲਾ ਉਹ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਹੈ ਮਨਮੁਖਾਂ ਦਾ ਵੀ ਗੁਰਮੁਖਾਂ ਦਾ ਵੀ ਆਪ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਕਿਹੜੇ ਦਰਗਾਹ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਪ੍ਰਵਾਨ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਉਹ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਦੀ ਭਗਤੀ ਕਰਦੇ ਆ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਨਾਲ ਜੁੜ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦੇ ਮੰਗਤੇ ਨਹੀਂ ਰਹਿੰਦੇ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਨੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਗੁਰੂ ਨੂੰ ਦਾਤੇ ਨੂੰ ਪ੍ਰਗਟ ਕਰ ਲਿਆ ਹੈ ਮੈਂ ਦੱਸਦਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਗੁਰੂ ਦੇਵਾ ਦੀਆਂ ਬਰਕਤਾਂ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਉਹ ਸੇਵਕ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਬੈਠ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਇਸ ਨੂੰ ਕਿਸ ਚੀਜ਼ ਦੀ ਜ਼ਰੂਰਤ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਖੁਦ ਹੀ ਦੇਵੇਗਾ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਦੁੱਖ ਚ ਫਾਇਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਾਂ ਸੁੱਖ ਚ ਫਾਇਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਾਂ ਗਰੀਬੀ ਚ ਫਾਇਦਾ ਹੈ ਜਾਂ ਅਮੀਰੀ ਚ ਫਾਇਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਉਹਦਾ ਪਾਣਾ ਮੰਨਦਾ ਹੈ ਪਾਣੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਰਹਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਲਵਿੰਗਲੀ ਹੀ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਗੋਡ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਗਿਵਰ ਗੋਡ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਪ੍ਰੋਟੈਕਟਰ ਆਫ ਬੋਥ ਦੀ ਗੁਰਮੁਖ ਐਂਡ ਦ ਮਨਮੁਖ ਐਂਡ ਹੂ ਆਰ ਦ ਵਨਸ ਹੂ ਆਰ ਐਕਸੈਪਟਡ ਇਨ ਦ ਕੋਰਟ ਆਫ ਲਾਰਡ ਓਨਲੀ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਡੂ ਦ ਡਿਵੋਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਲਾਰਡ ਐਂਡ ਥੋਸ ਹੂ ਆਲਵੇਜ਼ obey the commandment of the master mm-hmm. such people do not remain the beggars of this world because they know that what is the will of lord for them often i have said that those who go within they know the will of god and they know that what is good for them and god always gives us those things which are good for us only he knows whether the poverty is good for us or the riches is good for us whether the pains are good for us or the happiness are good for us and since he knows that what will be good and beneficial for us that is why he gives us only those things parmatma ne sanu kinna sona sharir ditta hai tusi dekh lo akhan kinniya kimti hai tusi ande nu puchho ke akhan kinniya kimti hundiyan han kan awaaz sunan vaste ditte han tusi jinna de nahi kan bole hai ohna nu puchho ja ke kanna di ki kimat hundi hai ise tarah ਜੀਬਾ ਦਿੱਤੀ ਉਹਨੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਮੁਫਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਬੂੰਗੇ ਹੈ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਪੁੱਛੋ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਪਿਆਰ ਨਾਲ ਕਿ ਬਈ ਪਿਆਰਿਓ ਜੀਬ ਦੀ ਕੀ ਤਾਕਤ ਹੈ ਕੀ ਕੀ ਅਹਿਮੀਅਤ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਬਿਆਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰ ਸਕਦਾਗਾ ਜੀਬ ਦੀ ਕੀ ਅਹਿਮੀਅਤ ਹੈ ਔਰ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਤੁਰਨ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਲੱਤਾਂ ਦਿੱਤੀਆਂ ਹਨ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਲੂਲੇ ਲੰਗੜੇ ਹੈ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਪੁੱਛੋ ਕਿ ਲੱਤਾਂ ਕਿੰਨੀਆਂ ਕੀਮਤੀ ਹੁੰਦੀਆਂ ਹਨ ਉਹ ਇਸ ਦੀ ਅਹਿਮੀਅਤ ਨੂੰ ਜਾਣਦੇ ਹੈ ਇਸੇ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਬਾਕੀ ਸ਼ਰੀਰ ਦੇ ਮਤਲਕ ਦੇਖ ਲੋ ਜੋ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਨੇ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਮੁਫਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੀ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਹੈ ਆਪ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਕਿ 10 ਵਸਤੂ ਲੈ ਪਾਛੇ ਪਾਵਾ ਇੱਕ ਵਸ ਕਾਰਨ ਦੇ ਖੋਟ ਗਵਾਵਾ ਹੈ ਜੇ ਥੋੜਾ ਬਹੁਤਾ ਕਦੇ ਸ਼ਰੀਰ ਨੂੰ ਕਸ਼ਟ ਆ ਗਿਆ ਹਲਾਕੋ ਸਾਡੇ ਆਪ ਦੇ ਕਰਮਾਂ ਦਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਅਸੀਂ ਫਿਰ ਗੁਰੂ ਜੇ ਨੁਕਸ ਕਰਦੇ ਆ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਜੀ ਨੁਕਸ ਕਰਦੇ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਬੁਰਾ ਭਲਾ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਕਿ ਜੀ ਸਾਡੇ ਨਾਲ ਐਸਾ ਕਿਉਂ ਹੋਇਆ ਹਲਾਕ ਸਾਡੇ ਆਪਣੇ ਕਰਮਾਂ ਦਾ ਹੀ ਬੋਝਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਇਸ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਆਪ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਸੀ ਕਿ ਕਿਸਮ ਦੇ ਉਸ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਦੇ ਵੱਟੇ ਮਾਰ ਰਹੇ ਹੁੰਨੇ ਆ ਬੁਰੇ ਬਚਨਾ ਦੇ ਯੂ ਸੀ ਹਾਊ ਮਚ ਬਿਊਟੀਫੁਲ ਬਾਡੀ ਗੋਡ ਆਲਮਾਈਟੀ ਹੈਜ਼ ਗਿਵਨ ਟੂ ਅਸ ਯੂ ਸੀ ਹਾਊ ਬਿਊਟੀਫੁਲ ਆਈਜ਼ ਵੀ ਹੈਵ ਵਿਦ ਵਿਚ ਵੀ ਕੈਨ ਸੀ ਦ ਹੋਲ ਵਰਲਡ ਗੋ ਐਂਡ ਆਸਕ ਦ ਬਲਾਈਂਡ ਪਰਸਨ and he will tell you that what is the importance of the eyes and how much he would like to have the eyes in the same way only in the same way you know that how 
Beautifully, God has given us his ears to hear all the things of this world. Go and ask the deaf person and he will tell you that what is the importance of having the ears. In the same way, those who cannot speak, go and ask them that what is the importance of the tongue which God Almighty has given to us. In the same way, go and ask the crippled people, those who cannot walk, that what is the importance of having the legs and how they would wish if God had given them the legs. In the same way are the other parts of the body. God Almighty has given us so many things without taking anything from us. And still we do not become grateful to Him. And uh, even though He has given us so many things, but still for one thing or another which He would have not given to us or which would not have been good for us, we always become upset and we find fault in God Almighty. Guru Nanak Sahib says that even after receiving 10 things from him, we forget that he has given us so much and only for one little thing we get upset and we throw stones at him. Even though those things which we have not received, maybe because of our karmas, that it was not written in our destiny and we did not get it or whether it was or maybe it was not good for us but still we always find faults in God if any problem comes to us or if we have a little bit of sickness we always go on finding fault in God it is like throwing stones of our words at God Almighty when we when we find faults and when we blame God Almighty for not giving us those things sorry गोर मुख हेरे And our closing bhajan <coughs> is a bhajan of Sanchi's on page 99. Without the master there is no knowledge. Oh, ignorant one, you are aimlessly wandering here and there. No matter if you do millions of prayers and austerities, none of them will come to your rescue. After bathing in the holy waters, you started performing the austerities. When your end time comes, no one will save you except the Guru. You have understood this false world as true. Oh, careless one, you are badly trapped. You have no support other than the Guru. What can be hidden from the Master, as he is the all-conscious knower of everyone's heart? <clears throat> Honor and worldly praise, property and the beloved family. This fair is the scene of a few days. You will not sit here forever. Catch hold of the perfect Guru, so that your coming and going may be finished. Without Master there is no liberation. All the wise saints have said this. If one does not know the secret of Nam, he has to wander in all the different species. Getting stuck in public shame, you have forgotten the real abode. All the disputes are finished when one finds the refuge of the master. Coming and going get finished when the arrow pierces through the heart. Oh, Kirpal Guru, forgive me. You're a jabe who has no stature. Without the master, there is no knowledge. Oh, ignorant one, you are aimlessly wandering here and there. A button of Sanchi's on page 99. Good.
ਪੀਨ ਗਿਆਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਵੇ ਬੁਲਿਆ ਫਿਰੇ ਅਨ ਜਾਨਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਬਿਨ ਗਿਆਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਵੇ ਬੁਲਿਆ ਫਿਰੇ ਅਨ ਜਾਨਾ ਲਕ ਚਪ ਥਪ ਕਰ ਜਾਨਾ ਗੁਰੂ 
disputes are finished when one finds the refuge of the master coming and going get finished when the arrow pierces through the heart oh Kirpal Guru forgive me may God continue to bless us all <laughs> 